Be a gardener. Dig a ditch. Toil and sweat and turn the earth upside down and seek the sweetness and water the plants in time. Continue this labor and make sweet floods to run and noble and abundant fruits to spring. Take this food and drink and carry it to God as your true worship. From Dame Julian of Norwich, 1342 to about 1416. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for May 8th to 15th, 2020, the last quarter of the flower moon. And here are some calendar events. Uh, May 8th is the feast day of Julian of Norwich, the medieval mystic who wrote the first book in English by a woman and brought a feminine touch to the divine long before it was fashionable to do so. Mystics can get away with a lot. May 10th, 1998, Nelson Mandela elected the first black president of South Africa. And Sunday the 10th is also Mother's Day this year. May 14th, 1948, the independent state of Israel established when British protectorate ran out. May 17th, 1954, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that school segregation is unconstitutional in Brown versus Board of Education. May 18, 1980, Mount St. Helens erupts. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. We were looking for the return of our local osprey pair this past week as we stood on the bridge over the mighty Benjamin River. But instead, we were delighted to see a pair of loons diving and fishing contentedly around the new bridge. And then later the same day, hearing the whistling call of the osprey, we looked up, and there it was, circling high above, calling, We're here, we're here. We're also preparing for the arrival of the male hummingbirds to be expected this week. How these tiny bundles of frenetic energy managed to migrate all the way from southern Mexico or northern Panama, still remains one of the marvels of the natural world. And, of course, we're also noticing the arrival of the black flies. Well, here's an interesting note, and that is that hummingbirds eat large numbers of insects to add protein and fat to their diet of nectar. So that hummer darting through the air may just be nabbing black flies on the wing. All the more reason to welcome them back. Uh, for the Field and Forest Report, the cold, wet spring has held them back, but our main farmers and gardeners are not easily deterred from their work of making noble and abundant fruits to spring. Last year's root crops are still available, Hot house greens are coming in, 
and many local farmers are doing drive-up service. To find fresh local food in your area, go to mainfarmersmarkets.org, the website of the Maine Federation of Farmers Markets, or mafka.org, the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners website. And if you happen to be out walking on the wild side, you can look for violets, bluets in the fields, and loads of bursting red buds on the red maples in the woods. Um, here's a saltwater report. Like the osprey and the bald eagle, the common loon, Gavia immer, was once vulnerable across much of its range of northern lakes and bays. But today, it's numerous from the Pacific Northwest all the way to Scotland. Though lead poisoning from ingesting bird shot, mercury poisoning from industrial pollution, and watershed degradation are a danger still to these majestic divers. The greatest threat, of course, is from waterfront development and resulting loss of habitat. Today, the loon survives as the symbol and the voice of the northern wilderness. And what about tomorrow? Here's a rank opinion. Buried among all the bad news, encouraging reports keep coming in about the benefits of the global corona shutdown. Not only does it clearly save human lives and suffering, but it also appears to improve the overall natural environment. And here we have what may be the biggest lesson from this wrenching experience. And that is that we were on the wrong road and we need to get back on the right road. The eagle, the osprey, the loon, so many others, once threatened, are now living testimony to the truth that we can live on a planet that benefits both humans and other creatures. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. First from Rachel Carson, 1907 to 1964. If a child is to keep alive the inborn sense of wonder, he needs the companionship of at least one adult who can share it, rediscovering with him the joy, the excitement, and mystery of the world we live in. And from a Spanish proverb, an ounce of mother is worth a pound of priests. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>